Hello, it's your girl Jackie R, hot and mobile, technology for out and about. Thanks for tuning in to my podcast. I love having you here, and it is my mission to bring you all of the latest and greatest tips, skills, and know-how to make you the best that you can be. I know that you have it in you, and I'm going to show you how to be smarter than your phone. Now let's get started. Yes, hello, and welcome to Jackie R, Hot and Mobile Technology for Out and About. Be Smarter Than Your Phone Cybersecurity Podcast Series. I have been talking about cybersecurity since the beginning of February, uh, and I felt like it was really important to share with my audience the things that are going on at this particular level as far as cyber attacks and cybersecurity is concerned. We know that there are attacks that happen Uh, against our government entities, large corporations, but it's also important as individuals, small businesses and parents that we be educated on the things that we can do to protect ourselves. So therefore, today's podcast is about internet safety for children, tips to keep kids safe online. Now, The internet has changed uh, since it began some time ago, and you can just about find any and everything on the internet, especially images. So on the internet, you can find information and images about almost anything. However, when it comes to your children's online activities, you need to make doggone sure that they're protected against contact with undesirable people, inappropriate or harmful content, and malicious software or attacks, because that is something that is prevalent nowadays. And again, it does not just stop at the corporate level. It does not just stop with the parents and their particular mobile devices but our children are walking around as early as nine and 10 years old with smartphones and mobile devices. So the internet is a familiar construct for many people. They witnessed the transition from dial-up, because I remember the dial-up, AOL dial-up back in the day, to modems, to cable, to broadband, and watched as technology swept the globe all across the world, mobile technology. Children are now born into an internet-equipped world. As a matter of fact, I'm not surprised if young mothers who are about to give birth are not using their smartphone, taking selfies, selfies rather, and posting updates, live updates on social media platforms like Instagram or Facebook so that their family and friends can follow along and see exactly what's going on. Um but that could be very dangerous in terms of having your personal information out there on the internet. So parents hear about the importance of online safety for kids from multiple sources, the news, 
for example, is never short of stories involving children and predators on the web. You see these crime shows which talk about little Johnny was on the internet talking to some stranger who he trusted and somehow he ended up leaving the home and meeting this person at a park or at the mall, or at the skating rink, or wherever, never to be heard from again. It's a parent's nightmare. That's why it's important that parents find those things that they control, they can use to control what their children see, who they talk to on the internet. Listen, statistics from NetSmart, an online effort by the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children, Bear out the fact that children are online more than ever. 93% of kids aged 12 to 17 are online. 93%. And 75% of the same age group, 12 to 17, have cell phones. Now they're even getting cell phones as young as 10. 73% of teens have social media networking profiles. They're on Instagram, MyChat, WeChat, uh, uh, some of these other platforms that start out for teens and then the adult, adults end up on them. But a lot of times the teens uh, are, are the ones who are out there. And that's a large percentage. 93% of kids aged 12 to 17 are online. So there are dangers on the internet. And as computers and internet connected devices become more common for work, for play, or school assignments, it can become more difficult for parents to protect their children from numerous threats on the web. Why? Because there's so many avenues, so many paths that children can take uh, in order to connect to the internet. So contact with undesirable people include the following. Predators, for example, in social media messages or gaming lobby chat rooms. Predators, cyber bullies. Children can be targeted by online bullies, including real life ones, like the boy next door or the girl down the street that just doesn't like your kid for some reason or another. Phishing scammers. And in a previous episode of uh, Be Smarter Than Your Phone Cybersecurity Podcast, we talked about phishing. What is phishing? And they tricked, phishing is when they trick your child out of sensitive information about themselves or about you. They receive an email or a text message that seems legitimate and they either click on uh, a link or they call a phone number or somehow they respond to a, a message, an email or a message that is a scam by a hacker. And by that time it's too late because the information has already been uh, 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 downloaded or captured by the hacker. Then there is sexually explicit people who are targeting children for sexually explicit purposes. Then there's violent or graphic content. I know there are some games uh, that you know, are really violent and bloody. But because of the type of society that we live in, 
it's attractive to certain kids, whether it's the boys or the girls or whatnot. But you have to be really careful about the violent and graphic content that your children are being uh, um, uh, allowed to see or uh, uh, can be exposed to on the internet. Obscene or age-inappropriate content like foul language or drug and alcohol abuse. Some time ago, movies instituted a grading system, whether it's PG, PG-13 for adults, uh, but how, somehow or another, we become desensitized to foul language. And right now, you know, there are things that are being said um, in rap music and in, in music videos that become the norm. And it creates this type of environment where using these words is normal. But if you're trying to raise your kids in a certain kind of way, then you have to be really cognizant of obscene and age inappropriate content. Downloads of pirated materials. For most of us boomers, we hung up the pirate patch a long time ago because we understood that downloading free content or free apps or free software a lot of times contain viruses that could really have a devastating effect on your equipment. Nowadays, that includes music or videos because people are trying to find free content and free content is not always the best content. And so there are things that as parents, you have to make sure that you have computer security issues. You have to be aware rather of computer security issues. And that is why uh, me as Jackie Yar, I've, down, I've uh, uh, started this cybersecurity uh, podcast series to educate you. I want you to trust me to show you how to be smarter than your phone, how to be smarter than your devices and be aware of the computer security issues. Like for instance, drive-by downloads whereby simply visiting a website can result in malicious programs being automatically installed on your child's computer or smartphone. I know just the other day I was uh, scrolling through the apps on my smartphone on the uh, desk, on the actual home screen. And I saw this app for some type of word puzzle. I'm like, where, how did that get on my phone? Oh, apparently I must have scrolled or tapped with my finger unaware of the fact that that was a drive-by download. I had to immediately uninstall uh, that app from my phone. Then there are malware infections, which can give other people access to your child's computer. It may appear uh, as file sharing program, web links, attachments, and more, which Malware infections are things that like ransomware, which can lock up the equipment or lock up the device until you pay a fee or some type of uh, uh, ransom in order to release your phone back to normalcy. Well, that's a scam. That's a hack. Okay. Then there's unwanted advertising, pop-up and adware programs often automatically installed when freeware 
or shareware programs are downloaded. These can also carry spyware. That's why it's not always a, a good idea to download free, uh, free apps, uh, free movies, free music. You need to be very careful because these files that you are downloading, that the children are downloading to them to their system, can contain spy spyware, which spies on their keystrokes and can capture personal information, not only about them, but about, about you, the parents as well. So there are real concerns around the internet safety for children since they are in many aspects savvier than their parents when it comes to the web. Well, we thought that they would even be more savvy. In other words, children know how to navigate the, the internet a lot better than their parents, which leaves them open to all types of uh, security problems. It's the parents that a lot of times they don't even spend that much time uh, on their smart devices or they're not uh, visiting as many places on the web as their children. So the question becomes, what can you do to protect your kids online? The question, how do I provide internet safety for my kids? becomes a daunting process. Why? Because parents assume parental control requires extensive technical knowledge. Again, we've got boomers and uh, parents, which I guess generation X is the Y's or whatever the Z's or whatever that number happens to be. When we talk about that uh, percentage of children, we said that 93% of children age 12 to 17 are online. That's a large number. And so some parents might feel like they don't have enough tech technology or technical knowledge of how to protect their children online. That's why you need to be aware of, uh, software companies that offer protection for children, people such as myself, cybersecurity speakers who are out here, uh, uh, sharing a wealth of information, all you got to do is tap into it and get what you need in order to protect your children and yourself. So we're going to manage and monitor your kids' internet access through parental control software. There are so many different types of parental control software out there. Uh, like for instance, if you go to hotandmobile.com, that's H-O-T-A-N-D-M-O-B-I-L-E.com, there's an article on best apps to put on kids' phones to keep them safe online. There is the Net Nanny, okay, one called Net Nanny. Uh, there is one called Bark, B-A-R-K. This is all outlined in this article on Hot Mobile. There's another one called RPAC, O-U-R-P-A-C-T, RPAC. And then there is Safe, Safe to Net, Safe to Net. Here's another one that's listed on this particular article on hotmobile.com called Google Family Link. Go out and read this article about these apps that you can safely add to your child's mobile device and be synced with your mobile device in order to monitor the activities 
and keep your child safe. Parental control features allow you to control all aspects of your child's internet experience. And this can include anything from the amount of time they are allowed to spend online to the applications and websites they're permitted to use. Now, any attempts to use block programs, because you've already set parameters to where they can and cannot go, will be stopped and recorded in the program's log for you to view later on. This is very important so that you have an idea of where your child, what websites your child um, uh, is visiting. Now, if you prefer more advanced settings, you can also limit correspondence with specific contacts on social media networks, restrict messages that contain personal details, or even prevent messages with certain words or phrases from, from being sent. And this is a great protection against phishing, which is email, fake emails, and smishing, smishing which is a new term, smishing, S-M-I-S-H-I-N-G, smishing, which are fake text messages. A high-quality parental control program gives you the parent power along with transparency, making it easy to set up restrictions for each user. Whether you have two kids, three kids, preteens or teenagers, you can monitor all of them, which means that you need to be diligent in logging off your own profile when finished with the computer. Otherwise you'll be sabotaging your own efforts. In other words, if you've got one computer system uh, within the household and you're trying to monitor your child's activity, then you need to make sure you log off and let them log on using their own ID and password so that the information that's being recorded and monitored is uh, more correct and not including your activity. Now, there's also antivirus protection, which is also as critical for your family's online security. Websites that appear legitimate may in fact carry malicious code. Alternatively, they could redirect your child to a fake site, which looks the same, but actually contains a keylogger or computer virus. Again, if you go back to Jackie R cybersecurity series on um, passwords, uh, phishing and smishing. Uh, uh, what other activities we talked about? Uh, we talked about um, what we described. What is cybersecurity? Okay. Then we talked about how to protect yourself against mail, email, spam, and phishing. Then we had a series on. Uh, smartphone threats, things you should know about your smartphone security. There's also an episode about, what else did we talk about? We talked about, oh, coronavirus charity scams. And so you go out to the hot and mobile website and go to their cybersecurity section. There's all types of information available. But today we're focusing on your children. All right, so now here's one thing that you have to be very 
careful about. And that is giving your children trust and respect because it can be a slippery slope between having your children trust you or having your child be angry with you. It all depends on how you approach them with this cybersecurity and letting them know that the things that you are putting in place is for your protection and for the child's protection. So kids must have some room to learn and grow from their own choices, but you don't want their mistakes to be costly mistakes. That's why it's important to communicate with them in such a way as for you to gain their trust. Now, oppressive content controls won't help them accomplish that, and it might even make them more rebellious. If you talk about the Google Family Link or the Bark app or the Safe to Net app, and you're letting them know that these are apps that you have synced on your phone to monitor their activity, again, you need to sit down and have that conversation um, to gain that trust with them, to let them know that you're not trying to snoop on them. You're not trying to snoop on their friends. What you're trying to do is protect them so that they are not put in harm's way by the cyber criminals, the pedophiles, and some of this other um, bad uh, content that's on the internet. Ultimately, you are facing a war twofold, limiting inappropriate internet access and acknowledging that your child's budgeting independence. Yes, when they reach the age of 10, that pituitary clan kicks in to let them know that they have, they are independent thinkers and they now want to function on their own, make their own decisions. But at the same time, they're in your household. You are the one that has the power and control, but you can't go at it like a general uh, with a punishment. No, you have to let your kids know that what you're doing is because you love them and you want to protect them. So to avoid a losing battle, it's important to respect the technical aspects of online control and the ability of kids to uh, counterattack poor, poor security measures. And so if you go at it uh, the wrong way, these kids are smart. They can always find ways to get around whatever barriers that you've put up if they don't trust you, if they feel like you are trying to stifle their independence. Children are born into a world of tablets, and smartphones and have an inherent comfort with the internet that is absent in many adults. And so you need to be very careful in how you do, how you make this approach. So when evaluating parental control software for your family, it is vital to ensure that the software provides comprehensive protection from internet threats. Software like Kaspersky, K-A-S-P-E-R-S-K-Y dot com. You can look them up on the internet. That's K-A-S-P-E-R-S-K-Y. Parental control is only one part of protecting your family from the dangers of the internet. Online safety, 
for kids means number one, protecting your children from objectionable material. And number two, protecting your devices against viruses or malware, spam, and mobile threats. The market is chock full of security software, so choosing the right one can seem like an overwhelming process. That's why it's important for you to go out to hotmobile.com and check out that article about uh, apps that you can put on your kids' phones to keep them safe. And also, again, check out, I can't hardly say this, Kaspersky, Kaspersky, K-A-S-P-E-R-S-K-Y, Internet Security. So this is what your child needs to know about Internet Security. I'm going to break it down for you in steps, okay? Teaching your children about the risk of online online activity can be another important step to keeping their experience safe, fun, and secure. However, keeping kids safe in the internet playground can be really challenging. After all, there are no teachers to watch over them. They're in their room, they're in the basement, they're in the privacy of somewhere where you don't have your eyeballs on it and they are roaming the internet. And so you can't monitor them every minute and every second. So it's very important that you try to keep your children safe on the internet. Listen, one of the main things that you can teach your child, just like you teach them when they're out and about on the playground or in the backyard or in the front yard is don't talk to strangers. Don't talk to strangers on the internet, whether playing online games with friends or joining in conversations on social media. Children come into contact with strangers every day, but online comment threads, chat rooms, and private messages also contain cyber criminals, creeps, nefarious people that your child should not be in contact with. They hide behind avatars, the little fake pictures or fake names to trick children into giving out personal details. These details can then be used to steal your identity and your money. These phishing scams are especially common when targeting vulnerable people such as children and the elderly. So, Grandma, you need to be just as careful as your grandchild. What your kids need to know. Your kids need to know that people are likely not who they say they are online. You got to drill that in. They are not likely who they say they are online. Even if someone looks, sounds, or acts like someone their age, they may be fooled. Always be cautious and never give out any personal information, even to known friends. Don't share your information with the, the boy, little boy next door or somebody that you sit next to on the uh, school bus. It's very important that you teach your children what goes on in the family 
stays in the family and not to share that information with anybody. Always be cautious and never give out personal information, okay? So how can you help your kids? Sticking to well-known games or reputable social sites can help protect your child. And that's left up to you when you are, uh, when they ask you, can they download a particular game? Then you have to have the type of relationship with your child where you can go and review that particular game, see how many times it's been downloaded, see what the reviews are, if it's got two stars or, uh, or it's been given five stars, um, what are the reviews? What are the people saying? Are they saying that the app locked up on it or it no longer works? These are things that you as a parent have to work with your children when downloading these types of um, uh, apps and software. Block and report online bullies. Children have become so cruel. I mean, they've always been cruel when it comes to bullying, but because of the internet and the bigger the audience, it used to be just limited to the people at your school or your rival school, but now it's out to the world. When you're on the internet, it's, it's more than just a handful of people that these bullies are able to share information with, like on gaming sites, and social media, some people log on simply to harass and taunt others. They don't have any other purpose in life but to be bullies. These players are known as cyber bullies. Controlling and preventing cyber bullying is difficult. In most online games, there are monitors that are monitoring what's happening online, but there are so many people that's in that particular game that it's hard for the monitor, uh, moderators to keep up with what everything that's going on. Um, and so it's important that you teach your child to be able to report any type of cyber bullet, bullying. That's whether they report it to you or you teach them how to report it to the moderator or to support, uh, the support people, uh, in that particular game. What your child needs to know, if someone's actions are making them feel uncomfortable or attacked, your child, like I said, should let you know, but they should also document the behavior and report them to support staff if possible. I know that sounds far-fetched because a lot of times kids, they don't have time, they're into the game and they just want to brush it off or they're scared, they're fearful, they don't want to tell you because maybe they shouldn't have been on the, in that game room in the, to begin with. That's why it's important that you have these conversations with your children to let them know that, listen, you are doing this for their protection, that you love them and that you don't want anything to happen to them. So how can you help your kids? Again, parental control functions on their phones or on your mobile devices can keep your child safe from internet bullies in the online playground. They can work monitoring who your child talks to online and provide you with the power to block any unnecessary contact. And that's what you have to stress to your child. 
look, I've got this app on my phone and on your phone for your protection. And if anybody comes for you, they got to come for me too. That's your job as a parent. Here's another thing. Again, kids are, when you don't, when they have a budget or you tell them that they cannot buy any apps or games because you're not spending any money, a lot of times they're going to try to find a free version of that particular game or download. But cyber criminals, no children are seeking out free software, music, and games. And they also know children are more likely to trust those links and email attachments because they're looking for the free stuff. And when they get an email or a text message, they're more susceptible to clicking than maybe you are. So what you need to share with your child, what your child needs to know is that when they click on one of these links, they may download a virus that has the potential to not just compromise exposure to the security of the computer in the house, but for the whole network, whether that's your computer, his computer, dad's computer, sister's computer, everybody could be affected if they are susceptible or just decide they want to click on that link and download, they may do it inadvertently, simply clicking on a banner ad while the malware invisibly loads, compromising your child's safety on the internet. That's why it's important for you to do um, weekly checks, quarterly checks, monthly checks of your system. Make sure that your uh, antivirus software is working and up to date. That's why you can get internet protection suites like K-A-S-P-E-R-S-K-Y. The total security package, not only for uh, antivirus, but for children's protection on the internet. So nothing replaces parental guidance when it comes to child's internet uh, security. Simply talking to your children can help hugely. Again, having that conversation, teaching them to not automatically click yes buttons and to walk away from bullies or potential cyber criminals. Internet security suites with parental controls are meant to complement all of this by letting you monitor what they get online. Now, this is something that we've been trying to stress for a long time. And it's even more important now. And that is anything shared on the internet is shared forever. Nothing, 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 nothing can ever truly be deleted from the internet. Even if it was never made public. Even in private, if it was on the internet, it's on the internet forever. And your child needs to know this and understand this, that whatever is on there is permanent. Okay. Because the framework work of the internet means nothing can be permanently removed. That's what they call footsteps. Wherever you go is being recorded. Whatever you do on the internet is being recorded and you are creating footsteps or bread, 
breadcrumbs. You leaving breadcrumbs. So somebody can always come behind and see where you have been. That's called cyber forensic. Okay. You see it on some of these uh, crime programs and get the computers and they are the uh, 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 computer forensic scientists are able to uh, get the hard drive and go through that computer system and see everywhere that you've been, not only on a computer, but on your phone, on your smartphone as well. So if your child is sending pictures, sexting or texting messages or other data to someone, that person will always have a way to save it. Once it goes out and the receiver saves it, that's it. They have it and it's on the internet. Okay. Your child's devices can even be eavesdropped through spyware or man in the middle attacks. This is, this is very critical. In other words, your child's information could be floating out there on the, on the internet. That's why you have to teach them not to take compromising pictures of themselves, especially teenagers, and send it to these little boys or send it to these girls. Because whatever types of pictures that they're taking and passing through the internet is on the internet forever. What they need to know. Never share anything online that you would not share publicly with everyone for the rest of your life. Whether your child is talking with a stranger or some way, someone they know outside of the web, the risk is always there. Even time deletion messages in apps like Snapchat, which they say, okay, it's only going to be on there for 30 seconds and then it's gone. Uh-uh. They are never permanently gone from the web. Once you put it out there, it's out there. So how can you help your kids with this one? Be sure that you have that talk about anything questionable comes up. They should tell you. They should be willing to have that conversation with you. If they want to buy an app. They should ask permission again so that you can research and find out what type of app it is, what type of rating that it has. If they get a message about something being given away for free, uh-uh, They, you should teach them that no, do not download it just because it's free. There's nothing free. There's something that somebody is trying to capture by them clicking or downloading an attachment. See, so it's very important that you share these things with your children in such a way as not to just not to scare them per, per se or not to make them feel alienated or that you're punishing them, you know, or you're, that you're over monitoring them. No, you have to talk to them and let them know that you're doing it out of love for their security, for their safety, because there's so many children, so many uh, incidents of children being snatched and killed and uh, uh, taken into sex trafficking and your child comes up missing and who knows, it may be found somewhere else in another part of, of the world. 
You know, only because they're looking and seeking attention. It's very important that as parents that you reach out and have these conversations with your child. So, uh, six things that you should do to talk to your children about internet security. Number one is block and report online bullies. Some links and downloads and websites can make computers sick. Set ground rules with your children. Talk about how and why you will monitor their online activity. Be upfront about monitoring what they post and why you are doing it. Even the teenagers who are a little bit older than the tweens, you know, again, you have to develop that level of trust. Talk about what's going on in their lives. Have uh, show an interest. Who are their friends? When was the last time they got together? What are some of the things they like to do online? Have those conversations. Teach your kids how to take action themselves. There are some things that you can learn to show how show your children, like how to set certain parameters in settings to make sure that they are protected protected that's more or less for the older teenagers the younger kids you're going to have to do that for them yourselves involve your kids in the decision making talk about online safety should be a learning experience not a one-sided lecture again a lot of times these kids know more about what's online than you do as a parent because they've been online since the day they was born and so you sit down and you have uh, family discussions about what is the latest software? What are the lab latest uh, apps that are on the market? And what do they think about it? And then you do some research as a parent to make sure that your child is safe. Don't forget to be positive. It's important not to make the entire internet seem like a scary place to avoid at all costs. No, there are a lot of useful information that children can find on the internet that uh, can enhance their education, that can enhance their uh, learning experiences. As a matter of fact, uh, just like in reading books or going to the library, nowadays the internet can take you anywhere in the world where you can learn history and, and learn about other cultures. But it's very important that we as parents and grandparents Learn the things that we need to do to protect our children as they navigate uh, the Internet. Thank you so much. Join us again next time when we will be back with more tips, techniques, and cheats to achieve the rewards that you deserve. Thank you so much for your time today. And please head over to hotandmobile.com so that you never, ever miss us. Bye for now, and thanks so much for listening. Yes, hello, hello, hello. Good morning, good Wednesday morning. I guess it is Wednesday morning because it's trash day. I had to get out there and... um. Pull the trash out like 
most of my neighbors on my nice little block, but uh, my name is Jacqueline. Some people call me Jackie R. And um, this is just a kind of like a random recording I decided to make. If you hear those cicacious sounds in the background, I am sitting on my back patio. Uh, it's about oh, 9.15. 9.15 and I'm feeling pretty good. I had a cup of coffee. And just sitting out here. I had been watching um, Kevin Samuels, the uh, high-value man, relationship man, uh, advice to young women. But I'll get to that in a second. I just, I just, I'm sitting here appreciating the butterflies on the azaleas. Yes, I have some late-blooming azaleas, beautiful red ones, and then there's some future ones right behind it and uh, I haven't seen them pesky little squirrels this morning I named one of them George and Gracie because they be dancing all in the backyard chasing each other so I haven't seen them this morning but I'm just sitting out here chilling I thought I'd make this little podcast Hear those birds? And the cicacious. Well, let me get into what I've been thinking about. I've been watching the YouTube uh, videos of Kevin Samuels, the, um, uh, uh, speaker, motivational speaker, uh, I don't know what you want to call him, but relationships manager, no, 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 he's the image consultant, image consultant, and I got to give it to the brother, okay, he always had his black uh, knit shirts, very tasteful uh, jewelry, he promotes fragrances fragrances which I thought was real cool that he would promote oh and the candles okay and the candles <laughs> Ooh, but child after a couple of glasses of wine I can't take that spinning spinning sticks that he always have either in the foreground or the background of his videos <laughs> but that's okay the focus of the camera still zooms back to him because he's got his he got his hair cut laid, okay, and his dark little glasses. He is projecting the image. The image. Uh, and as he would say, as a high value man, uh and I feel sorry for a lot of these young women who decide to call up on the show. And, I mean, he's, if they watched his series, they have to understand that he don't hold no punches. <laughs> you got to come correct. 
and even the ones who think that they are correct because of their age or their beauty or their eyes or their body or their ability to twist this way and that way, whatever it happens to be, that they are so confident in themselves that they would dare to get on his show and be asked the hard questions. And I mean, Kevin be laying it on them. (laughs) The hard questions. Things that if you look at how you were raised, young women, the examples that you had in front of you, whether it was a, a single mom or a single dad or both mama and daddy or grandma and auntie or whatever it happens to be, from a very early age, you learn the value of yourself. You, you were taught. And just like the ancestors before you, there were certain values that was instilled in us, whether it was through Involvement in the church, listening to the preacher, listening to mother so-and-so on the front row bench, whatever it happened to be, you had values. And if your mother was a single mother, and she was doing the best that she could, listen, the boomers came up through an era of technology. We go back to the 1999, if I could age myself and say the Y2K era, okay? Boomers, we built the systems, okay? We knew how to uh, change our motherboards and and fans and uh, chips and all kinds of things, okay? The, the early stages of Windows. Shit, I remember Windows 1.0. <laughs> Going from the black screen to the blue screen, WordPress, click, click. Oh, yeah, yeah, it was really tap, tap. <laughs> and then... I don't know, some of us boomers remember DOS. You had to know the commands to get into the system. What was it, CD, uh, forward space, command prompt? <laughs> DOS. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, so we came up, the boomers came up in the technology age. Shit. Mobile phones. Shit. We know that the 101-1011 is the code for everything. (laughs) Okay. So, 
somebody come up in that era, shit, where there was a lot of things available to us during the 60s after the civil rights protests, the voting rights, all those things that gave our children as boomers, black boomers or whatever, female boomers, male boomers, any kind of boomers, boomers all over the damn world because boomer age is not limited to the United States. This shit is boomers all over the world having come up during the same era because there was international competition. Russia, China, shit, all of them. United States, Britain, Canada. All right? So, it was a time where we made money. We made a lot of money. As technology leaders that paved the way for you all to have a good life. Private schools. You know, that shit, it was a time when black folks couldn't afford to send their uh, children to private school unless they were of the black elite. The shit, the black middle, man, middle class man, it should... His children went to public school like the rest of us. So the opportunity for us boomers to take advantage of what was being presented of us was very easy. And so we were able to leave our mama's house if she was a single woman raising children alone, having made sacrifices then it wasn't hard for us to get out into the world and become executives and managers and business owners as black women who really had not had that opportunity. Shit, our mothers worked as servants. Shit, my mama was a manicurist, thank goodness. And she listened to some of the white women, them Jewish white women in the shit in the damn shop. <laughs> and she used it to her advantage because she listened. But for some reason along the way, there has been a disconnect between the boomers and what they then decided to divide you all into different categories, millennials, then it was the X's, then it was the Y's, and then it was the Z's. Somewhere in between millennials and the Y's, you all decided that you had your own choices to make regardless to what your parents, your peers, your whatever, your friends, you know, leaders, reading, whatever. You decided to make your own choices because we gave you that opportunity to be able to do that. We gave you, we gave you MySpace, we gave you Facebook, we gave you 
uh, handheld devices. We gave you laptops. We gave you cell phones. We gave you your own apartments. We gave you cars. We gave you everything. And somehow or another, the level of love must have been stalled or stopped somewhere in there because you young women just don't understand that not listening and having a plan moving forward gets you nowhere. You get stuck. You get stuck. And that's what Kevin is trying to tell you. You stuck. You stuck in your own mindset thinking that your shit don't stink. Walking around in bonnets, pajamas, outrageous fashions, the promotion of sexual promiscuity, all kinds of things that we as boomers never imagined. So to sit and watch you young women not understand that it's not about your body, it's not about your looks, it's not about your ability to move this way or that way. Okay, that ain't it. You gotta be able to create a plan for yourself moving forward. A viable plan. A viable plan. It's gotta be thought out, written down, because it's not a plan inside your head. It has to be written down. And it's very simple to be able to go to the dollar store and buy, um, and buy a, um, composition book and write, write your notes down. Okay. Write them down. Because it's no good in your head. And once you write it down, then you have a roadmap in front of you to be able to navigate the bullshit that you're getting ready to come up against. Because you are now single, college educated, and can't find a decent job, which shouldn't be um a deterrent to your ability to understand that based on your goal what you've written down that you've got to do whatever it takes to accomplish it and move forward because from 20 to 30 that's that really experimental stage where, you know, whatever your household was and how you were raised from zero to 19, 
you were pretty much told what to do. And then there, there became that rebellious period where you decided, I guess the pituitary gland kicked in and told you you was independent because then you want to do things the way you want to do things. And so depending upon uh, what you draw from based on all the examples you were given, young ladies, as you were being raised, to be able to execute your plan. Okay, because like Kevin said, you 30 years old with three kids and you coming on my show with a bonnet. <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> uh, it's just, it's crazy some of the things these young girls are saying based on this is the way that I am. And if you look at entertainment, I am not going to name names. It's all in the news. It's all on Twitter. It's all on Instagram. It's all on the uh, uh, news feeds. Okay? These are entertainers who are setting the example for your young women, for your girls. You think about it. It's ooh, I ooh, it's <laughs> it's unbelievable to me what is seemingly acceptable because that's just one side of it, and we have to concentrate and use the example more often, Kevin, of young women who are successful who have established partnerships with young black men or young white men, young Latin men uh, with a man who came with a master plan. See, because Kevin, that's where it comes from. The king has to have a plan. Everybody got to have a goddamn plan. <laughs> P-L-A-N, a plan. A plan. You got to write it down. What is your goal? What is your objective? Because once you reach 30, you know, if you've started a family, okay, then the, 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 the plan has to change because now there's more than one. And so uh, now... You have to be extremely determined to execute your plan because there's a lot at stake. Now, there are a lot of successful black women who have come before the boomers, who have come before you, who have set examples of how it is done. These are elevated black women who are successful all over the world, not just in the United States. And they have set examples of how it's being done. Now, to me, the men should not so much focus on being high value. I'm not sure what Kevin means. It, because in watching his shows, 
it looks as if these women have equated high value with money and looks. Because if that's the image being presented, then that's what they're going for. Because that's what they have, if that's what they've dreamed of. And they are so few in the one or two percentage of women who happen to capture or get the attention of a high value man. It's not that many of them. And so, you know, I think these women should concentrate on the examples that have been set before them. And, and not only that, get in touch with their internal self, the one that's been buried deep down because the one that they're acting on is the dominant one right now. There are things within you that will allow you to understand that as a woman, the one who gives birth, who gives life on the planet, has the ability to do things for themselves. And if a king comes along, he has got to have a master plan, just like you have a plan. And you guys come to an understanding of these are the things that we are wanting go that we want to do in order to build a legacy. Not a condominium in Florida or a Bentley or a Birkin bag. Or strip, uh, uh, dripping in diamonds. The images that marketing uses to present to you makes you feel like you deserve to be like that. And to tell you the truth, the ones who got it like that work their ass off to get it like that. See? So nobody's going to just hand it to you if you don't have a viable plan. And that doesn't necessarily mean a man that uh, is in a high uh, uh, salary because there's few of those. And with this damn pandemic, Men are losing their jobs. They are finding other ways to be able to survive. Boomers is trying to survive. Now look here. Don't get it twisted. See? Because as much as you all want to blame boomers on what has happened with what we consider this particular generation moving forward, no, we, we, we gave you the tools necessary to be able to survive just like our parents gave the tools to us to be able to survive. Just like my grandparents gave tools and my great-grandparents gave tools for us to be able to survive. Because if they didn't use those tools, they wouldn't be here. And you all are, are disappearing at a high rate. So let's concentrate on the ones who I see. I see, ooh, I see them on Instagram, whether they are 
thrifty shoppers or uh, high market value or high end uh, fashions and designs. Oh, child, oh, you get on Instagram. Um, my Instagram is wise boomer chicks. Yeah, uh, we post. Oh, I've seen some of the most beautiful uh, postings of women that um, look great in different styles. The hair, the fashions, the photo shoes, everything. It's wonderful. And so if you're feeling like somehow this is your fault for these, <laughs> I don't want to go there. That's getting a little deep because it's not our fault. And some of you may feel that way. Some of you may have thought about what you see happening in front of you and it, it just riles you up. That's why we should, we got to take blood pressure medicine or drink beet juice or whatever to Watch what is happening as boomers in front of us. I try to understand that um, shit. Maybe we did create this. Um, but uh, wow. Yeah, I thought I'd get on here and just say a few things about what I've been watching about Kevin Samuels. But I'm telling you, ooh. Ooh, girls, really, I hope that from watching his show, Kevin Samuels, I don't know the title of it, but you can search for Kevin Samuels. He is um, laying it out for these young women, and he is probably saying some of the things that we as boomers either wish we had said, want to say, or can't say, and um, yeah. Check it out. At the same time, this has been Jackie R. I am a wise boomer chick. Out. God be with you.